Welcome to Zichur Daf Siman Member by Abraham Goldar and today Masech is Mode Katan Daf Chavtes. The third parak Beil Megalchin and the last Daf in the Masechta. The third parak has been generously sponsored in Nishmas Yitzchak Ben Kama Moshe and Daniel Noam Ben David. May the Neshamas have an Aliyah. So the three Daps we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi Chinyo said, "Kashi Yitzias Nisham Mina Guf Kitzipor Befia Veshet." The leaving of the soul from the body is as painful as knotted ropes pulled through a hole. Rashi explains it's like the removal of a knotted rope from the mast of a ship which can only be accomplished with force. Rabbi Yochanan says, It's like cables pulled through a hole. Rashi explains that these are cables that are used to connect two ships. Pointing to Rabbi Levi Barchayasi said, One who takes leave of a dead person should not say to him, Go to peace, but go in peace. One who takes leave of a living person should not say, Go in peace, but go to peace. The source for saying lech b'shalom, go in peace to a dead person, is the Patsu where Kodesh Baruch Hu said to Avram, you shall come to your ancestors b'shalom, in peace. The source for not saying lech b'shalom to the living, but rather saying lech b'shalom, go to peace, is learned from when David said to Avshalom, lech b'shalom, he went and was hanged. Whereas when Yisrael said to Moshe, lech b'shalom, he went and was matzliach, he was successful. And pointing with Rebbe Levi said, Whoever goes directly from Shul to the base of Midrash and from the base of Midrash to Shul will be Zokh to greet the face of the Shekhinah. As it's written, They go from multitude to multitude. Each appears before Hashem in Sion. The Maharsha in Barachas, Dav Samach Dawad Amadav, explains that one who davens with the multitude and learns with the multitude, meaning that he learns with the group and not alone, will be Zokh to be with the multitude of Jews appearing before Kosh Baruch in the base of Midrash on the Regalim. Rav Chia Barashi said in the name of Rav, Tamle Chachamim have no rest even in Olam Haba, as it's written, They go from multitude to multitude, each appears before Hashem in Sion. The multitudes in the Pasuk refer to those who will be learning Torah before Kosh Baruch Hu in Olam Haba. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbi Chanina said, the leaving of the soul from the body is as painful as knotted ropes pulled through a hole. Rush explains that's like the removal of a knotted rope from the mass of a ship, which can only be accomplished with force. Ryokhan says, It's like cables pulled through a hole. Rush explains that these are cables that are used to connect two ships. Pointing to Rabbi Levi Bar said, One who takes leave of a dead person should not say to him, Go to peace, go in peace. One who takes leave of a living person should not say go in peace, but go to peace. The source for saying lech b'shalom, go in peace to a dead person, is the puzzle where Kosh Baruch Hu said to Avram, You shall come to your ancestors in peace. The source for not saying lech b'shalom to the living, but rather saying lech b'shalom, go to peace, is one from when David said to Avshalom, lech b'shalom, he went and was hanged. Whereas when Yisrael said to Moshe, Lech Lishalom, he went and was Matzliach. And pointing with Rebbe Levi, he said, Whoever goes directly from Shul to the base of Midrash and from the base of Midrash to Shul, we zoch to greet the face of the Shechina. As it's written, They go from multitude to multitude, each appears before Hashem in Sion. The Maharsha and Brachas Daf Samach Dawad Amaral explains that one who davens with a multitude and learns with the multitude, meaning that he learns with a group and not alone, will be zochet to be with the multitude of Jews appearing before Hashem in the base of Migdash on the Regalim. Rechia Barashi said in the name of Rav, Tamli Chachamim Eino Hemenucha Afil Lom Haba. Tamli Chachamim have no rest even Lom Haba, as it's written, 
They go from multitude to multitude, each appears before Hashem in Zion. The multitudes in the Pesach refers to those who will be learning Torah before Hashem in Olam Haba. All right, so now we go to our Simber Dov Chavtes, and our standard simon is a cot. A cot. So here goes. The man finally succeeded in yanking the knotted ropes through a hole in the cot, while his friend laid the deceased on it and said, Lech B'Shalom, before he departed back to his city, just as the multitudes in the city of burial were leaving Shul and heading to the base of Midrash. So once again, slow motion. The man finally succeeded in yanking the knotted ropes through a hole in the cot. Cot? That must be learned off Chavtes. The man finally succeeded in yanking the knotted ropes through a hole in the cot, which reminds us, Rabbi Chinino said that leaving the soul from the body is as painful as knotted ropes pulled through a hole. So, the man finally succeeded in yanking the knotted ropes through a hole in the cot, while his friend laid the deceased on it and said, Lech B'Shalom, before he departed back to his city. Which reminds us, Rabbi Levi Bar-Chayasa said, One who takes leave of a dead person should not say to him, Lech B'Shalom, go to peace, ala Lech B'Shalom, but go in peace. And one who takes leave of a living person should not say, Lech B'Shalom, go in peace, but Lech B'Shalom, go to peace. So the man finally succeeded in yanking the knot of ropes through a hole in the cot, while his friend laid the deceased on it and said, Lech B'Shalom, before he departed back to a city just as the multitudes in the city of burial were leaving Shul and heading to the base of Midrash. Which reminds us, Rebbe Levi said, whoever goes directly from Shul to the base of Midrash, and from the base of Midrash to Shul, Zolka Mechabu Penei Shekhinah, will be Zolka to greet the face of the Shekhinah, as it's written, Yelchu Mechayel Chal Yerayel Elkim Betzion. They go from multitude to multitude, each appears before Hashem in Sion. Rebbe said in the name of Rab, that we learn from this passage, Tamlech Chachamim have no rest, even on Olam Haba. The multitudes in the Pesach refer to those who will be running Torah before Kosh Baruch Hu in Olam Haba. So once again, the man finally succeeded in yanking the knotted holes through a hole in the cot, while his friend laid the deceased on it and said, Lech B'Shalom, before he departed back to a city, just as the multitudes in the city were leaving Shul and heading to the base of Midrash. Muzzled everyone from completing now the 12th Mesechta in this Machzor of the Daf Yomi Cycle. A grand total of 28 broad and 84 topics organized in our mind via Simanim for easy review and long-term retention. May we be zochet to go, Mechayel, Elchayel. All right, now it's time for our four blah back Chazara. Dav Chavhei. So the symbol Dav Chavhei is a silver wedding anniversary. So here it goes. The silver wedding anniversary. Silver wedding anniversary? That must be learned Dav Chavhei. The silver wedding anniversary stroll through the park turned tragic and bizarre when the husband and wife had to decree it for someone who passed away in front of them, which reminds us that Rabbi Shimon Lazar said, One who stands by a dead person at the time the Neshama departs is Chayv to decree it. What's this to a Sevator that was burned where one who sees it happen must decree it. So the silver wedding anniversary stroll through the park turned tragic and bizarre. When the husband and wife had to do Kriya for someone who passed away in front of them, right outside an ancient crypt where a fire was emerging, which reminds us. The Gemara describes in detail the funeral and burial of Rav Huna when he was brought out from Babel to Eretz Yisrael for burial. The sages deliberated on a suitable location. They concluded Rav Huna rebates Torah by Yisrael, Rav Chia rebates Torah by Yisrael. Rav Huna disseminated Torah among Kha Yisrael, Rav Chia disseminated Torah among Kha Yisrael. Therefore, it's appropriate to bury Rav Huna in Rav Chia's crypt. The Gemara describes how a pillar of fire almost consumed Rav Chagga, who brought Rav Huna into the crypt, and how he was saved when he raised Rav Huna's coffin in front of it. So, the silver wedding anniversary stroll through the park turned tragic and bizarre when the husband and wife had a decree for someone who passed away in front of them, right outside an ancient crypt where a fire was emerging as the sun was setting in the middle of the day. Which reminds us, when Rabbi Yochanan passed away, Rabbi Yitzchak ben Elazar began his hesped as follows, Kasha Yisrael ki yom This day is a difficult day for Yisrael as the day when the sun set at midday and it's written, 
And it shall be on that day that I will bring down the sun at midday. Rabbi Yochan said that this is a reference to the day that Yoshiahu HaMelch was killed when he was at the prime of his life. So the Zimmer Davchavav is a military coup. So here goes. The soldiers in the military coup. Military coup? That must have been Davchavav. The soldiers in the military coup who entered a palace chamber where a sefer Torah with holes cut out in it was burning, which reminds us, the Gemara seeks the source that one must do kriya if he witnesses a sefer Torah burn and brings the mice with Yehoiakim who cut out the names of a kajbar from Yermiyahu's sefer Kinos and burn it in fire. The Pasuk says that the people there did not have any fear, nor did they do kriya, which implies doing kriya is the proper thing to do. So the soldiers in the military coup who entered a palace chamber where a sefer Torah with holes cut out in it was burning recited psukim and did kriya when they saw the base of Migdash in ruins, which reminds us the Gemara brings the various psukim that one must recite when he sees the Ari Yehud in ruins, Yushalayim in ruins, and the base of Migdash in ruins. So the soldiers in the military coup who entered a palace chamber where a sefer Torah with holes cut out in it was burning recited psukim and did kriya when they saw the base of Migdash in ruins and did not inform their wounded comrade that his brother had fallen in battle. Which reminds us that it was taught in a brace of Chol Shemais Lomais in Modino So Shemais in a case where a sick person's close relative dies. We do not inform him that the relative has died. Shem and Tatar of lest he become muddled. Bein Makarn Bafanav and we do not decree in front of him and we silence the woman from wailing in his presence. Dav Chavzayin. So the symbol Dav Chavzayin is a kazoo. So here goes. The boy who knew to stop blowing his kazoo. Kazoo? That must be learned Dav Chavzayin. The boy who knew to stop blowing his kazoo as the deceased was escorted to burial in simple linen shrouds, which reminds more brings Bryce's that explain how several menhagim regarding availus were changed due to sensitivity to the poor, such as only bringing food in baskets of peeled willow branches, not gold, and only being buried in simple linen shrouds. So the boy who knew to stop blowing his kazoo as the deceased was escorted to burial in simple linen shrouds, the seventh son of a woman, who excessively mourned, which reminds us, reviewed a said in the name of Rab, anyone who mourns excessively over his dead will come to cry over another deceased. And the more brings the story of a woman in Rabuna's neighborhood who did cry excessively over the loss of one of her sons, and ultimately the other six passed away, and she too died. The appropriate measure of mourning is three days for weeping, seven days for eulogizing, and thirty days for not ironing nor cutting the hair. From that point on, the Baruch Hu says, You're not more compassionate than I am. So the boy who knew to stop blowing his kazoo as the deceased was escorted to burial in simple linen shrouds, the seventh son of a woman who excessively mourned, was told to leave his kazoo outside the mourner's house because it sort of resembled a sword which reminds us, Rabbi Levi said, for the first three days an Avo should see himself as if a sword is lying between his thighs, meaning that he too may be facing imminent death. From the third to the seventh day, he should see himself as though it's lying opposite him in the corner, and from this point on, he should see himself as though the sword is passing in front of him in the street. Toso says that this refers to the 12-month period of mourning. Davchav Ches, so the simple Davchav Ches is a strong man. So here goes. The strong man, strong man, that must be more Davchav Ches. The strong man who was mourning the loss of his wife Miriam, who passed away peacefully, which reminds us that Miriam also passed away by Menashika, but it would be unbecoming to mention it openly. We also learned that Rabbi Ami said, Lama Nisimacham Mises Miriam with Parsha's Para. Why is the death of Miriam next to the Parsha of the Paraduma? It's to tell you that Ma Paraduma Chaperis, Av Misasun Shul Tzadikim Chaperis. Just as the Paraduma brings Kapara, so too the death of Tzadikim brings Kapara. 
So the strong man who was mourning the loss of his wife, Miriam, who passed away peacefully, finally opened up and shared how he was glad that she was over 60 when she passed away, which reminds us that if one dies between the ages of 50 and 60, it's Mises Karas. When Yosef reached the age of 60, he made a celebration for his talmate and said, Nafkalim Karas, I have passed the age of Karas. So the strong man who was mourning the loss of his wife, Miriam, who passed away peacefully, finally opened up and shared how he was glad that she was over 60 when she passed away, to comforters who were waiting in silence for him to begin to speak. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan said that those who come to comfort an Ava are not permitted to speak until the Ava opens conversation. This is learned from those who came to comfort Eo. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions plus three bonus questions from previous Mesechtas. Number one, which stuff do we have the description of Rufuna's burial in Rebekiah's crypt? That's on Duff. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you know that those who leave the base of Knesset and go direct to the base of Mishra, vice versa, will be zokt in the Kabul Pnei Shechina? That's on Duff. Chavtes. Good. Number three. Which stuff do you know that Mrs. Karis is between the ages of 50 and 60? That's on Duff. Good number four. Which of them one should not excessively mourn or else they might need to mourn over another? That's on Duff. Good number five. Which of them that when leaving a deceased one says Lech Bishalom, whereas leaving a living person one says Lech Lishalom? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which of them in the Psukim that are recited when seeing the Ari Yehuda, Yushalayim, and the base of Migdash in ruins? That's on Duff. Chavav. Good number seven. Which stuff do you know that the minhagim for Avelis were changed due to sensitivity to the poor, which is why people are now buried in simple linen shrouds? That's on Duff. Chavzain. Good number eight. Which stuff do you know that during the first three days of Avelis, a person should see himself as if there's a sword between his thighs? That's on Duff. Chavzain. Good number nine. Which stuff do you know the various minhagas when a chacham, an avbasin, or nasi pass away? That's on Duff. Good. And number 10, which of them and the comforters should wait for the Aval to initiate conversation before they speak? That's on Dav. Excellent. Now the three bonus questions. Number one, which of them and the Torah is read standing while the Megillah can be read sitting? That's on Dav. Chafav Megillah. Good. Number two, which of them and that all the measurements, all the Shi'urim of the Chachamim are exact? That's on Dav. Yid Gimon Rosh Hashanah, good. And number three, which stuff in one learns most from his Talmudim because they ask a lot of questions? That's on Duff. Zion and Tainus. Excellent. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.